I just like watching Penn State's teams do good. Yeah, you're just trying to trigger me before the episode started. Because like I really like college hockey. College hockey's pretty sure, good. Sure, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Except if you're good enough, you just go straight to the majors. Let's get another episode of Call Your Own Foul here. Alec is missing. We've been trying to get him for a couple episodes. He's sick again. I don't know. The vax, I think. We can't say that. Um, <laughs> and so I wanted to talk to him about the football game. We're going to save that for another episode right now. Which football game? The uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, just cancel. They're not playing it again. They're oh, just, they're just going to. Well, how does that result? Then? That was fantasy football championship weekend. And half of the team. like, Isn't well, it playoff time now? It, it's championship weekend. This is a playoff game to decide who's going to get home field advantage in the playoffs. Okay. Not playing it gives Kansas City a chance to seal it up here with a win. I. They're not going to even give them the option to play it again. What do you? What would you do? Because the loser would then have to play. If you don't play this, so they're going to have to play a game this week on yep. Sunday. The playoffs start the week after that. The loser of the Cincy Buffalo game would not get a bye, so they'd have to play basically three or four days after. So it'd be an extreme disadvantage for them. What happens to the fantasy football championships if you were in a 10-point game and a giant I don't understand why the game even got delayed. I don't either. Like, so, like, I get, like, the players are disturbed and stuff, but football's supposed to be, Growing like, up, war. And then you go and fight for your, like, the team that now has the hurt player would, should come back out and have, like, motivation to win for their brother. Stephon Diggs from the Buffalo Bills tried to rally them. Apparently, this was the decision by the Bills that they didn't want to play. And since he said, if they don't want to, we won't either. And I mean, hey, but like what? You know, I'm, I'm all for support. I, no one not, wants to see it, someone in cardiac. Or, uh, uh, have we ever seen somebody? Minutes. Have we ever seen somebody concussed, not moving, um, taken off the field in a cart? Somebody's injury delay a game. Normally, what happens is you go to commercial break. You come back from commercial breaks. All the players are circled on a knee, just like they. Were. Yeah, that's normal. The player is carted off the field. But you, where they go to the locker room? Usually, it's a concussion. And what will happen is, is like the fans cheer if like the player gives like a thumbs yes. up. Yes. But you are still concerned that player is going to go to the hospital. He's but, but not my point out of the... is They never go to the locker room. They never do no, this like no. pussification display. You could, this I, is why I don't watch the NFL anymore. I've, I'm, I'm concerned that this is the beginning of the end. That this like is, what's sissies? This is Stephen A. Smith called for. We need a reevaluation of contact in the NFL in general. And like when you watch the hit, that was he fell down. Yeah, it didn't even look like a bad no, hit at all. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a hit. It, it, and that's where Skip Bayless, my boy, and a lot of some of our fans of the show of the more sports gambling part, I've been compared to Skip Bayless with the way I approach my points. Mm-hmm. Skip was like the first one to go. You can't call this game, and they attacked him online. Oh yeah, I saw it that. was like a nonstop <laughs> like oh. It's, if you grew up watching the NFL for 30 years and you're watching Dude, ESPN, so go, I've never seen this happen before. It's I, like, really? When it ha- never watched? I saw Lawrence Taylor snapped a quarterback's leg so that you could yeah. see the bone yeah. on national television mm-hmm. in the 80s. People broke in their backs. Yeah. Like, but um, so I was on a run when it happened and I saw a tweet come across my phone and 
my immediate thought was because I stopped running to check. I was like, oh my gosh, something serious happened. When people are tweeting like this game should be canceled, it should do the right thing. NFL. I thought a shooting happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like checking because I'm like there had to have been a shooting. Like a terrorist like somebody, attack, like a sniper. Right, like somebody came to the football game and just started like shooting. The people. fans were not safe. You were not safe to be in right. That That's what my thought was. A when bomb, I found a, bomb a, threat? a guy got hurt. Yes. I was like, wait a second, what? But he's doing okay. They got his. Oh, he's still on a um, on a ventilator, mm-hmm. but they think he's going to be okay. Um, he was and now. So, if you want to be, you want to go hypocritical and piss off everybody. Buff, this was a backup safety. Buffalo was banged up, and they were going to lose that game. It was in their best so interest not lose. to play it. Yeah, at least they don't lose. Were they game. winning at that point? No, they're down seven to three. So why don't they? I would now. See, I have. A, why don't you just treat like a baseball game and they made it far enough? I have a three leg teaser. Well, I have Buffalo plus four and a half. The score they finished was seven to three. What happens? So now that they canceled, did you get? Did I better you get, get money my money back? back. I better. Technically, I didn't win. I got to get three bets correct to win it. I won. I won were, the first and, two, and, and the third one say, just didn't finish. It just, just you apparently didn't, you bet on it finishing. This is bigger than the game. You bet on it finishing. <laughs> yeah. There must have been a lot of people who had the winning selection. Oh, no, and that's what, why I brought up fantasy football. Is you understand the concept of it? You draft an individual players. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know it, how fantasy football works. For the listeners, you draft players, you make a team, and then every week you field your team, even though they play everywhere, and you count points on you, what they do. The most important part is is you don't have all the players from the same team. You have a player from a bunch of different teams. If your player so your gets injured, your quarterback could be from Buffalo. Wide receiver from mm-hmm. Cincinnati, running back from Cincinnati. I had a wide out from Buffalo and a running back from Cincinnati. Now I'm getting creamed, so I don't have a chance to win. But technically, if both of those players were to score three touchdowns, I'd have a chance. Mm-hmm. How do we finish this in the fantasy? And now, that, now screw my scenario. Let's say you're just down ten. You have Joe Mixon, the running back for Cincinnati. You have a reasonable chance that you might have won. Yeah, it, but it, it's going to be a close so game. What, that's what you have to treat it as, I guess, is that the player got injured. So then, if <laughs> that's tough, that's tough because I'd like to give an option to people to sub in their other players that they would have played had they known that guy was going to be injured before the game. But no, I, I think you're right. I think it's going to come down to you basically started an injured player. Yeah, and what precedent? Our player got injured during the game. What precedent? You might have got some points. What precedent that sets moving forward? I don't know. I'd like to. I, I want to get some more. I'd like to hear the liberals' mind state because Dr. Leanna Wen, we've talked to Potato Head Doc a bunch about lockdowns. She's calling for the game needs to be revisited. You just can't have these kind of hits. Flag football. Same goes with hockey. Same goes with baseball. Baseball is normally when you hear about this injury, and that's where the vax thing came in, is, is the player doesn't get back up. We were talking about this in text. If you have a kid who's playing shortstop or pitcher, yeah. and he takes a line drive mm-hmm. right to his chest, and that stops his heart, creating an arrhythmia where it's not pumping at the right point, yeah. you're, you go right down. Yeah, I sent you and Alec the video. He jumps it's like up. 10 minutes long of in 2018, all the biggest hits in college football. And every single one, they either were fine and were able to just hop back up and were good, or they were down. There wasn't no getting up like you're good, taking a few steps, and then falling over. The only exception would have been Tua earlier this year for the Miami Dolphins. No, I'm saying it, it's happened a few times this year. Yes. It's weird that it keeps happening. But usually it's concussion. This was a heart thing. 
Usually the brand, the concussion yeah, is when you it, stand up, you're good, and then you walk to the opposing team's huddle, so and it's like this guy's not okay. I obviously have. I'm obviously not a scientist and haven't done the testing, but like watching what's going on, it seems like to me this season because it's more than just two. I've seen this happen in other games where a player stumbles, and I don't remember seeing this on TV all the time. That's what I was. It was weird, and. But the, no, normally you don't need to get um, resuscitated. I, I understand that, that's, that that's part. The, no, that's never I, been seen I, right. before. I understand that part, and that's why there's the reaction stuff. But to claim that they're not related, oh. like these players are just, they're all getting hit, and then they're having this weird effect. And I just, I don't, I can't recall ever seeing it in that way. You'd think they would just all be down and out. Yes. Not and, and up and walking and, and then and, passing out. Or he was like, right, he was good. And then just out of nowhere. He got up and he's clap his hands mm-hmm. he got up and he celebrated that they like i don't think like he said he got they made the play yeah. and then all of a sudden you just saw it striking i'm like mm-hmm. boom out of it normally that is a play when this happens let's say two or three years ago you'll have a player not moving a safety or a wide receiver who gets hit in the end zone and is just sitting there not moving and mm-hmm. fans are quiet all the players are kneeling because you just want to see the guy move again to show that his spinal cord still mm-hmm. working because it's normally head back that but how many times have you seen somebody go off the field Heart? unresponsive? No, I'm, it's R- happened. Ryan Clark gave a very good um, – he has sickle cell, and he had an issue when he went to Denver with the el- with the elevation, mm-hmm. a very similar – and his, his – but they didn't, can- they didn't cancel the game. It wasn't but, – but on that note, you're losing Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark was a, one of our best safeties. I don't In think – In this instance – I don't think it's the concern of who they lost. I think it's – their thing is – the players are kind of like sad, I guess. To have no secondary <laughs> going mean, against the upset, Cincinnati. Like, I mean, you go back out and play like somebody got hurt. But you're you're talking. This is one of the best wide receiving cores in football. In Buffalo secondary, they just lost a backup, so they're going to have a third string player trying to cover the best wideouts in the NFL. They were done. The game's over. Hopefully, maybe play it again in a week. But as of that time. When that injury happened, Cincinnati was about to blow the roof off the game. Mm. Would have been bad for me. That's why I kind of want to call it 7-3. Give me my four and a half points and I cover, I think. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I Let's wait to see the fallout. Of, they have, I, I haven't heard anyone acknowledge what do you do with the gamblers, people who have a parlay. What do you do with the fantasy football players who needed their player to go? Right now, I think fantasy is screwed. If you had one of those players... Gambling, I think I should get my money back. I'd like a win. I definitely shouldn't get a loss. If you bet on the game and they're not going to pick a winner, everyone should just get their money back. And if it's involved in a parlay, then if you won the other two and you tied this one, there's a draw. Maybe. We'll see. I have a feeling I'm going to, they're both going to be losers. The big topic tonight. I would bet on being a loser. Yeah. Double, double loser. Bad, just bad look for the NFL. I, it's good. I mean, they got good news coverage. Both Fox and CNN are are praising them and not playing the game. I think most of the fans probably don't like it. Speaking of most of the fans, the populists versus the establishment, we have a floor fight going on right now. Now, I don't know how much, depending on when our audience joined in, my first prediction was the broker convention with the delegate watch. And when I say brokered convention, it's a brokered nominating convention. All that means is, is, is that it's multi-balloted. We haven't had a brokered presidential convention since 1968. We haven't had a brokered 
House of Speaker of the House convention since 1923. A hundred years since this has happened. That's why Craig's going, it doesn't matter. I think it's the same. That's before the show. He's like, this is irrelevant. Let me, I'm trying to explain to you what I want to explain to the audience because the news is failing. This is very important. Even in just for, just in the sense that. I would say it's comedic. I think it's funny. What's funny? It's definitely <laughs> funny, but but yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it, it's funny. This like, is a laugh. You cry. This is a little bit of it. But like, the people are involved. The result of it isn't going to change anything what, unless they do something dramatic. You but. you don't think having Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House versus Jim Jordan versus Hakeem Jeffries would make a difference in how the next two years of investigations go? Um, I don't. I really don't know if there's people in there who will go against what. The um, people behind the scenes. Are, are, are you familiar? Jim Jordan is not the name currently being suggested. He was yesterday. We'll get through all that. But you do you do you know anything about? It? Like he is a he's a firebrand. He's somebody that's really good at getting underneath the person he's questioning skin. So when you're having these hearings, when we're having these interviews about, he still he won't get to question if he's not speaker. Don't they give a no, panel of people to question? The speaker gets to pick. He's not going to pick Jim Jordan. Yes, yes. Jim Jordan will be in charge of oversight. That's why Jim Jordan's still voting for McCarthy. Right. So what do we get? What changes? That's <laughs> what point, I'm asking. Good point. Let me, what let, changes? Let me let me set the scene for you here. This is so let's go through this. We're gonna do a play by play. Our show's built for this coverage. Ideally, this should be Twitter Live. Is I'd like to have questions coming in from the audience as I'm explaining this, because oddly enough, I've trained myself for this. It's it's only happened. <laughs> Four times in the last 100 years, I thought it was going to happen with the DNC presidential, presidential selection before COVID hit. Once COVID hit, they canceled the broker convention. They gave all their votes to Joe, and that was it. But they were barreling towards having five candidates at like 20%. And how do you pick one from the other? You have a convention, and you have to do multiple ballots. They can go 100 times. So to set the scene here, all right. That's what I'm saying. I my view is that we should just keep doing this for eternity and never have anything accomplished in yes. Government. Let's that broker. Nice. Yes, I. It's not going to happen. Somebody's going to go home before but, in the House of Representatives before 1923. This was the norm. Normally, you had multi ballots because remember, there's no national news. We didn't get the yeah, TV. Yeah, you won't find out until later, you wouldn't so. get convention coverage until the next morning. And what would happen is is at the end of the day, someone like me would walk out of the convention floor and talk to the media and go, here's the first ballot score. The second ballot, these two people changed. The two people that changed will come out and give their reasoning and explain to the newspaper. This is why this guy, Kevin McCarthy, can no longer Did they control even his actually caucus. have to tell the truth, too? You, it's a game. You can leak information on other people. This was a politics that all of a sudden got taken away once the TV was involved. Once cameras, because when you watch it, it's not good for the establishment. Because you know what? Me and you actually get to see how they make their decisions. We get to see every vote. We can force them to justify it. It's the worst thing in their minds. No closed doors, no smoke-filled rooms, no anonymous voting. Right, it benefits the, well. Roll call. It could, this it could maneuvering be benefits the voter. The but people. The uh, but they do it behind closed doors, anyways. Like it's already been picked. It's no, we're just lucky we have enough people willing to go against audience, it. You, unless it's a show. That's watch, unless it's fake. Tomorrow it at noon. Fake. Tomorrow at noon. Do your voice command. Find C-SPAN on your television and watch this. This is actually entertaining. 
And it's like, let me give you the play-by-play like it's a sporting event. Like, okay, you're showing, because you can go spectate. Like, this is actually, like, and right now the Republicans are doing something. The populists, the rebels. How do you go spectate? You gotta apply a little bit in advance. When yeah. I say you can't just show up tomorrow, can you buy tickets? They, no, you can't. Selling tickets, you, or is you, it you, like you gotta be invited by somebody? You, I don't know. You call your local House of Representative, and you make a reservation to either tour the White House, tour the Capitol Hill, or go sit in for one of their hearings. Can you pick it? Can you say which one? It's tough to get a favor from a House rat outside your house. Like for us, we'd have to text or not text Guy Reschenthaler's office. Is right behind, right near Permanis, on the right side of Route 30. If you're going towards the casino, yeah, go in there. Fill out some. You need a background check. What would you like, like a security to get clearance. for? Oh, I this would be I, I all of it. I love um judicial nominees are exciting. They, like this is the once in a lifetime we have right here. It doesn't have to be. The Democrats could do this. Republicans can keep doing this moving forward. There's nothing. St- if there was a third party in Congress right now. Like, if there was 10 independents in the House of Representatives, the dynamics would be – they'd be so much different. They'd have so much more value because what Republicans are showing right now is that 20 members can hold up 200 yeah. as long as the Democrats are united amongst uh, behind Hakeem Jeffries. But here, let, let me let – me, let me But the Democrats could just go and, um, and actually do what's right for the people, and they could find somebody who the people all – believe in yes but this just shows you that there's a couple republicans maybe unless this is a show it could be fake we'll see. but we'll see the way it looks on from the naked eye there's some republicans who actually think for themselves yes. there's no democrats they are all toting the party line paid for and there's in how block, many in well, block. like 50 some republicans that are paid for and following the party line there's 180 they, 180 Republicans that's just 180 okay let's get Sorry, kevin mccarthy he's, he's, he's the guy that's fundraised it let's just go with him Yep. There's 20 that yeah, are. Yeah, why did I say 53? Because, no, quite frankly, <laughs> I, I, tomorrow we might find out what the real number is. But let, let me go through the step by step here because this is. So, two, how many votes have we been through? Six now? Uh, yes, yeah, six. We're going to have the seventh ballot tomorrow at 12. Yeah. And it's been the same result every time. Has hmm. anybody moved? Let me, let, me, let me give you the breakdown here. About three weeks ago, the Republicans have an internal vote amongst who they think. Should be the speaker. Kevin McCarthy won, but about he lost about forty people voted for this guy named Biggs. He clearly is not going to be the speaker. You don't float your strongest candidate on your first pitch. The point was showing that uh, Republicans only have five more seats than the Democrats, so that means or four more seats. Kevin McCarthy can only lose four. And he no longer has the majority. So if we wait a couple of ballots, it gives people to think about it and say, eh, maybe I'm going to switch. The reason he's in this predicament is because if you remember, we, I, I was wrong. Call my own foul. I thought Republicans were going to get closer to 230 seats, not 222. I thought they were going to be like 235, maybe 240. If that's the case, these 20 votes don't matter. Kevin McCarthy still has the majority. But no, he overpromised and under-delivered. Under now he has only five seats to negotiate and 20 that don't currently agree with him. That's it. That's the end of the road. And they said this about three weeks ago, right before the holiday seasons, and McCarthy, just with his shit-eating grin, smiles out and goes, don't worry, they'll come around. I'm going to whip them. I'm going to get them in line. They're going to follow. Don't worry. They need their money. Well, first ballad comes along. You get 
222 Republicans versus 213 Democrats. That means the Republican king can't lose five votes without Democrat support. For the last, yeah, that's what I just explained about the last week. The first ballot comes in, he loses nine. Remember, he can only lose five. So he lost more than you knew that you were going to get Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates, But you didn't know what, that it was going to go the whole way on through to nine. And at this point, they were supporting Jim Jordan. So this was where it's like, okay, let's put in the actual person we would like. Jim Jordan, though, did not vote for himself. That's an important thing here. Is is the you don't when you, the way this works is the way each ballot starts is someone else has to nominate you. You don't get up and go, I'm nom- I'm running. I'm throwing my hat in the race. You get your number one guy to go out there and give you a pep talk. They give a floor speech. Your fans cheer. Your enemies boo. Democrats do the same thing. One of the funny things from the beginning of this is the Democrats were treating this like theater. They brought babies. They were taking photo ops. It was They were giving speeches with their votes. You got to vote 100 times. Say the name and sit down. I don't want to hear that. All 435 members give a 30-second speech on who, why they like their guy. Say it and move on. Say it and move on. It was interesting to watch the Democrats address to this because, like I said, I think we can force this. This was something that Jimmy Dore, some, some I refer to a lot on this show, he has been pumping this since 2018, is that the squad had these same numbers. They could have forced Nancy out or forced more capitulation. They didn't. They got bought off. That's why he's, he's the only one like me that's so excited right now. To watch Republicans, it's like, can they do it? I don't know. They have the numbers. In order for McCarthy to slither his way out of this, he's going to have to compromise with Democrats by giving them committee positions. Fall on the sword. Quit. You lost, buddy. But ego, pride, he thinks he deserves this. He's the fundraiser captain. Where you wouldn't get your money without me. So you think the Democrats are going to flop now or swap over? I think there's a better chance of that than the rebels um, capitulating with You don't McCarthy. think the Democrats could get another Republican they like to get nominated and then combine? The way the rules are is, is that you need to get half of the votes of people um, uh, active. The, the voters have to be present. The Democrats could start sending people home. If they start sending people home, then that would require McCarthy to need less votes to get it. They could also send some other votes to McCarthy. On the understanding that he's going to give Democrats committee chairs. For him to do that, I think would be political suicide. I think he'd lose a lot of people that are currently voting for him, like Jim Jordan, would switch if that was the terms of the negotiation. And from what I'm, from what I'm listening on CNN— Demo- think there's enough of them? Democrats look totally fine with just letting watching the Republicans burn. They are. They seem to be when you. Why watch, is this watching them burn? I think it's. I I think it's better when you look at how Twitter's responding. The people are overwhelmingly behind the twenty. So oh, we, yeah, yeah. Yes, the majority of establishment swamp creatures want McCarthy in, but those twenty have all of the media, all of the alternative media support, Twitter support that wouldn't be there if Elon didn't own. On that same time, Elon's dumping new Twitter files today. Well, I'm looking at that. I'm like, Elon, my phone's blowing up. I can't do Twitter files today. Can't you pause it? We have a once in a hundred year news story playing out in real time. 
on C-SPAN and you're dropping coverage on Twitter? I, I don't have time for that. Who is calling the shots here? Let the, This could end tomorrow. Well, I think Elon is just trying to drive people to Twitter. This. We should have been doing and live spaces on this. Twitter in the, well, he wants to keep Twitter in the news cycle. This is the he should have been driving this right now. That doesn't help Twitter. No, I mean, it makes it, Twitter. It, it, no, a lot of people, a, the, a lot of the, how I'm getting my populist coverage is from Twitter because Fox no, I get that, isn't covering. But this. he wants he Fox try, isn't even airing it. He's trying to attract people who aren't already on Twitter getting the news by releasing the Twitter files. It forces the news to talk if, about if it. Help, or at least at first it didn't. If he helped me, we're trying to certify our my account. Um, Goodwill Hunter B Capital G. W H B. It's gonna take three months. Yes, we think. It Bert, says it. You gotta try and do it. it I I, it. I tried yesterday and it I tells I, you that. I have so many complications with it. But what the account I do have, I've had for three months. You could verify that one. I could verify that one. Yes. Okay. Maybe I do that. That might be the play. And then that I can use that one to, to promote the, the other one as the honor play. Okay. Something to talk. Either way, Goodwill Hunter B and um, Conspiracy Village. I'm going to get more of the broker convention and the Democrats that I was talking to you about. I'm going to do a specific episode on conspiracy votes about that. But that's me kind of rambling here. Let me just stick to the Republicans and what they're doing. And I think this is going to go a lot longer than tomorrow. But let me play out yesterday. So we have the initial vote. McCarthy loses. Okay. Are we going to do it again? Second ballot. This is the first time in 100 years since 1923. He loses 10 more votes. Now he's down 19. Mind you, he can only lose four. Once he loses five, he's done. So now he has to sway 15 people. Now, if you're watching Fox, they're going, well, he's winning by 180. So this is a blowout. He's winning by 180 because of the way the question was um, pitched. If you had put, instead of McCarthy as the main part of the Republican Party, put Jim Jordan and ask people to vote against him, Jordan would get more votes. Wording it as Jordan as the challenger and Jordan himself is not voting, That all that was doing is, is they wanted this. This is the strongest player. If we were going to go just on merit, not on money, Jim Jordan would be the guy. However, he's brushed a lot of people the wrong way. He's not going to be a consensus candidate. That goes on. They have a third ballot, this time 20 voters. This is on Tuesday. So this is January 3rd, first day that the House elect is supposed to pick their leader. They do three ballots. It started with McCarthy losing nine on ballot one. He was losing 20 on ballot three. The one person that switched on ballot three was Byron Donalds. He's a House of Representative member from Florida. Now, this is important because the very next day, Chip Roy, he's from Texas, He's one of the 20 or one of the original nine mm -hmm. who is trying to orchestrate who's going to actually be our candidate. He switches from uh, him and Jim Jordan had a phone call where Jordan said, I'm not running. I'm fine with where I'm sitting. Leave me out of this. Quit voting for me. I'm not voting for me. It's not feasible. Chip Roy makes the OG call, throw in Byron Donalds. And what I haven't brought up yet is he's also a member of the CCBC. I don't know what that is. It's not many, but it's the conservative black caucus. They have a big democratic black caucus that they do not allow Byron um, Donalds in. And he's, he's gotten some really good interviews. They're like, well, if, they're gonna, if the Democrats are going to have the congressional black caucus, why wouldn't they accept 
Republican black people. And that changed the narrative to a lot of the people who were supporting Hakeem Jeffries in their speech were going, were voting for the first black Speaker of the House. Well, the Republicans are nominating a black Speaker of the House, too. So that's kind of irrelevant. Both parties are nominating. The Republicans. See, that would be the move. That is, the, it was the move today. Beat the Democrats. Chip, Chip Roy in the group message. That's when I said, like, curveball. He yeah. kind of went out of the gate. It's like, okay, we're not going to pick the white guy from Ohio. Let's go with a young black man from Florida. What's your beef with him? Yeah, who's gonna? Are you guys gonna vote against him? He managed to convert one Republican. Went to present. All twenty stuck with him from Jordan, but one moved from voting with McCarthy to just voting present. Relevance of that: if you need half of the votes, when you say you're present, your to- your name is taken out of the total. So, if four hundred thirty-five votes yeah. to win that, you need two hundred eighteen. When she declares herself to be present, then that means there's only 434 votes, which means 217 now would get the win. So Democrats, the reason to pay attention to that is as Democrats pull themselves out, that makes the total number less, which makes it easier for Kevin McCarthy's votes to become the majority if the Democrats just aren't there, aren't present, or they're not voting for Hakeem Jeffries. That's yet to happen yet. If that would, I think that would just cause, it would look so disgusting. This is why I love that this is played out on TV now. Because if they're going to want to do that, someone's going to have to explain the compromise that Kevin McCarthy is making with Nancy Pelosi, both from California, which is an underlying, we haven't even got to what the 20s negotiating points are. One of their main things is Kevin McCarthy is weak. And what did he do this weekend? He decided to negotiating with Lobo, Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, and agree that if one member of the Republicans want to challenge his seat, we have to do this all over again for the next two years. Would you ever want to be a leader if one of your employees could call for your resignation and have a company vote at any moment? What's desirable about that job? Like, can you think of anything? Like, if, if you were, and that's that's what the House seat, when Jim Jordan doesn't want it, mind you, a fun fact here, the House, the Speaker of the House has never gone on to be president. You get shit on in this position. Like, you don't get much done. Mm-hmm. You get yelled at by your own party. Everyone on the opposing party hates you. It's just not a, one of my, always one of my questions for Nancy, was, why do you like this so much? Because like, you have control. You, you do. To, you pick and choose As what you, votes go up. You do until AFC actually decides to use your vote. Until the, until the Republican squad. Kevin McCarthy, you got power in California until you don't. And then when you don't, he looks like such a jackass right now. Like, because if you watch C-SPAN, you, it's cool to watch them all talk to each other. Because after each ballot, they all try and go and negotiate. And they're graphic. Republicans are actually getting animated. Democrats are bringing popcorn. They're laughing it up. They're taking selfies. They're just, this is so much fun. We're staying late. It's it's 9 o'clock and we're still in the Capitol building. Okay, enjoy it now. I'm seeing two years from now, Joe Biden's incoherent. Kamala Harris is not viable. We might be looking at this exact same process for the, process for the Democrats. And historically, they had this once and they didn't take advantage of it. I don't think they will. History would say that they won't. I would like to remain optimistic. I'd like to think that if I could get like a 
sit down and interview with AOC, there's a way that we can, if, like I said, this could be us. We, the Democrats could be like the Republicans right now. The Republicans are actually making a stand. Now, they might fold tomorrow. I don't think they are. I'm going on record now. My prediction saying is, is there's a better chance that Kevin McCarthy gets bailed out by Nancy, a fellow Californian, to mm-hmm. save the power in the House of Representatives than Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert actually lay down the sword. They look like they're ready to go. I don't agree with all of their demands per se. Uh, my, the main one I do agree with is they want to keep Jan 6 open. They want to restock it with Republican investigators and actually start looking at this. Like we said in Conspiracy Village, if the FBI was censoring this data and they were letting this go through and then they planned an event where they could arrest everyone on their suspect list because they had no probable charge. Hmm. Wonder who was in charge of Jan 6. Doesn't look like Donald. Really doesn't look like him. It actually looks like someone working against him. Stay tuned on Conspiracy Village mm. for that. Anything else? Uh, the fifth, six ballots, they just repeated. And then at 8 o'clock tonight, the reason why I was running a little late here, um, they voted to adjourn. Very oddly, vote to adjourn means close for the day. They're going to meet up again tomorrow at 12. Had they not voted to adjourn, they would have voted at 8. At 8 o'clock, you're supposed to have a seventh ballot. They had a 15-minute electronic vote where they— the. But, it, I mean, this whole thing, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's cool, like, they can do this, but it's not going to change anything. It doesn't do anything. Are you saying Kevin McCarthy It's going to be the speaker of— I don't know who's going to win, but it's not going to change how you, you don't, so you don't things think, operate. I, but I guess you don't follow this quite as closely. But you don't think Jim Jordan deciding who's in charge of committees and what investigations the committees are taking up will be different than Kevin McCarthy? I don't think so. I think that there are players Trump? behind the scenes who what, what are controlling if, it. Trump, now we haven't brought that up. Trump, I think Trump, Trump is theoretically, is, you do not have to be in the House to be the Speaker of the House. I think Trump is actually in with, I don't think he's against the Republican Party. He said vote for McCarthy. He's, he's trying to make money. No, he said vote for McCarthy, and that's where, I guess that's probably maybe one of the final things I want to point that out. That backs Trump, up my statement. <laughs> that's so dumb. But Trump, what are you thinking? That's because he's a he's a party member. Maybe. He's trying to make money. That's Matt Gates. Matt Gates' only tweet was sad. He's no different than Nancy Pelosi. And Lauren Boebert called him out on the Capitol floor and like, said, "You know what? The president should be supporting us." I saw that. Yeah, like and it, she said that she he should be calling McCarthy and saying, "You don't have the votes." Stand but down. He's not. He's not because he no. doesn't make money that route. If he switches, does that matter? I I don't know. I mean, I'm not. If tomorrow, if I'm t- not a fan of Donald Trump. It, it, yeah, yeah, but but I'm, but I'm saying is if you're thinking of it electorally, politically, how it's going to work. If all of a sudden we wake up tomorrow and Trump's truthing out, calling in the Fox, going, you know what? We need a change. Maybe it's Don Jr. should be the Speaker of the House. <laughs> that would be the move. That would be fun. Because Marjorie, so when we're talking about who's on whose side, Marjorie Green Taylor, what do you? who do you think she's with? I... She, she's been sitting on McCarthy's lap for the last two days. Not like, and it's just very weird because it's like before it was her and um, Pillsbury Doughboy, Matt Gates. So it's like, this is such an interesting combination. Uh, the other things I wanted to point out was Fox is avoiding covering this. Why? I, I mean, t- with the exception of Tucker. Like I said, this looks bad for the establishment. CNN is half covering it. The, the feedback is different depending on whether you're talking to a news host or a correspondent. 
and the correspondents tend to be pretty excited. They just like to see Republicans fighting. And they go, look, we're all unified. They aren't. And I can tell that people like Jake Tapper are looking at this going, but we're unified for now because we have no power. But once we actually have to decide who's in charge, if we got to go through this process, you think this looks ugly now? Let's do this at a Democratic convention. That'll be so much better. Um, uh, breaking points, Cigar and Crystal are totally miscovering this start to finish. They don't quite understand it. It's because of what Jimmy Dore says. This All this did was proof AOC should not be smiling right now. Because the whole threat to her when they were telling her to force the vote was that if she withheld voting for Nancy Pelosi and was was the challenger, that Kevin McCarthy would be nominated speaker. Even though the Democrats had the majority, if AOC held her votes, there would be these magic Republicans that would come over, or magical Democrats that would go vote for Kevin McCarthy and give him the majority. And obviously, he can't get the majority of his own damn party. So don't feed me that garbage that you couldn't have forced a vote. We could have been doing this in 2018 with Nancy Pelosi. And when you look back historically, we'll end with this. The longest one of these brokered nominating conventions was 1856. This is right before the Civil War. It went 133 ballots. Two months. Two months. Every day they show up, four ballots a day. Four ballots a day. Four ballots a day. Coverage... I would like to keep going on this. I think there will be interesting stories each day. And the fact that Fox and CNN aren't covering it right and Twitter is more focused on their internal promotions than what's actually going on, there might be a lane here. Back in the day, the way you would get this news coverage is you'd get your paper in the morning and you'd have your local hometown journalist who went to Harrisburg or went to D.C. or wherever the convention is. And at the end of each day, they print out this was the vote, ballot one, ballot two, ballot three. Interesting things to note was this guy changed. You, you know what I would like to do is, because you feel like this is a very important topic, right? I do, I and do. And I don't. No. Right? No. Do you feel like most Americans know this is going on? No. No, that's why I want to cover okay. it. That, 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 that's more, more this, this, this is a more selfish episode. This is more for me, that I, I know in a year this is going to be a relevant argument to bring up. Democrats aren't talking about it now because it means nothing to them. As far as for the Democrat goes, or libertarians, whether or not Kevin McCarthy, Jim Jordan is in, probably no difference. I would say Jim Jordan would be a lot worse for Democrats if he got in. As far as libertarians go, no. I just This is more, why is there not one of the 435 that doesn't have an L by their name? Why do libertarians consist, consistency consistently run candidates for president when they won't even fill the house so that if they were to take the presidency who do they negotiate with the, you don't do anything that's the point okay, with that, it's, the libertarian move would be to just like shut things we, down and then we got that right now there we don't have a congress like it does, like a they libertarian really doesn't want to be elected that's why you don't see them running for all these positions it's a very confusing position because they, they don't, they don't, they believe in a small government, like very limited. Do you think there's maybe a reason why they're the most unsuccessful third party in world history? Because they just don't want to be involved in the government. So why, why are you running? Just stop. Don't play. Go buy a farm and live off on your own. Get out of the I think matrix. That's what most libertarians do. That's why. But they when don't you have fill out the paperwork to run for the president, you gotta do run, yeah, jump through the hoops to win the race. Yeah, but think about the people who are actually taking that position to run. They're not your typical libertarian. 
And they end up Libertarians being, don't want that position. No. But in, in the words of Matt Gates, maybe we need a speaker or a president who doesn't want the office so bad. When you see McCarthy crave but, for it, but when look, you see Pelosi crave for it, it's so... But the system we have set up encourages that. It does. It does. And unless it doesn't have to. It used to be the nomination didn't happen three weeks before in a backroom poll held on Fox. It used to be a nominating convention. And there was a two out of three chance you got this. And this is sloppy. It doesn't look good for the establishment. You don't look like you're in control of everything, like you want to project. That's why it's great for us. That's why the, even though we may not like the insurgents or the rebels, we, they may not be our cup of tea as far as politics go, this is at least showing that there is an outlet in our system to force to vote, to put it on pause. Right now, no, okay, all bills are done. Ukraine, no money. Hunter Biden, no investigation. Yep. We are going to wait until you can come to a group consensus on who your damn leader will be. Until you can do that, you're not capable of passing a law. That's good, yeah. Yes. That's what we should Let's have. get it more often. We Let's get more that. of these. We Brokered nominating convention. I'm, I like when they can't settle on a budget. I love that. I, I love all this. It's my, great. My, my prediction for tomorrow. Shut her down. MAGA, MAGA, the 20 MAGA rebels are not going to yield. That means the only plausible lane for McCarthy is to step down. Whether or not this man's ego is so big, can he do that? I don't know. If he does do that and he says, okay, vote for Jim Jordan, are the 20 rebels going to listen? I don't know. That's what that's to me. This is fascinating. 12 o'clock C-SPAN. If Twitter would let us go live, we would.